Well, well, well. Here we are. I've pulled the trigger. I've started my own podcast. You are listening to the pilot episode, the maiden voyage, the kickoff of the Bearded Gooner podcast, and I am he, the Bearded Gooner. What's up, everyone? Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to my mindless ramblings here. Hopefully you like what you hear, and you'll come back for more. I thought right off the bat I would talk about Unai Emery, the Unai Emery out movement, his lack of structure, the one nil defeat at Bramall Lane to Sheffield United on Monday night, and uh, I had made a comment on Twitter in the wee hours of the morning today that I am slowly warming to the idea of Jose Mourinho taking over at Arsenal. But instead, the more that I've thought about it, the more that I've done preparation for this um, inaugural episode of my podcast, I thought, I'm not going to go down that road just yet. I think what I'd rather do is tell you a little bit about who I am and how I became uh, a Gooner, how I became an Arsenal fan. And that story involves a 10-year-old boy uh, spending the evening at his grandparents' house watching the ABC Wide World of Sports and a rebroadcast of the 1989 uh, league final uh, at Anfield between Liverpool and Arsenal, which Arsenal obviously won 2-0. As I said, I was 10 years old, um, and I was watching a program called the ABC Wide World of Sports, a a program broadcast here in America um, showing various, uh, we'll say under-the-radar sporting events, if you will, and obviously in America, especially in 1989, professional soccer, English soccer was a very, very under-the-radar sport. But they happened to show the final match played between Liverpool and Arsenal at Anfield. We all know the story. Arsenal needed to win by two goals to win the league. They did that on a a Michael Thomas 91st minute uh, goal, which gave them the two-goal lead and gave them the league championship. I knew that I was watching soccer, but I didn't obviously know the teams. As I was watching the game, I I was just watching. I I didn't have a team that I was rooting for until I I heard the announcers talking about Arsenal needing to win by two goals. They're on the road. This is not their home stadium. They are the underdogs, and I decided to root for the underdog, and boy, am I ever glad that I did (laughs) Uh, most of the time anyway. But – that's pretty much my first exposure. That Not pretty much. That is my first exposure to Arsenal Football Club. And my grandfather, after that game and, and seeing how excited I was that Arsenal had won, and, and mind you, I'm, I'm 10. I, I'm not really quite grasping all of this yet. I'm just really excited that the team I decided to root for actually won the game. My grandfather kind of took that and, and ran with it. Um, he got in touch with Arsenal football club and got a schedule and he would do this every year uh really until you know i became savvy with the internet uh he would get a schedule and i would know when they played and he would spare no expense to find the results uh, and let me know how arsenal were doing but he actually as i said reached out to the club uh in 1989 and for my birthday september 26 1989 my 11th birthday i actually got a scarf from the club and um, I still have the scarf to this day. Uh, I will dig it out once I start doing uh, video podcasting. Uh, obviously, this is just audio right now. 
but when I do, when I open up the video and you can actually see me, uh, I will have that scarf on uh, on display for all to see. But that really is how I became uh, an Arsenal supporter. Um, a lot of it was through my grandfather who kept me interested, really, by having the schedule um, and staying on top of, of finding the results. Because, again, 1989, for those of you millennials who might be listening to me, there was no Internet. So I really, at that time, I'm not sure how I would have gotten their scores um, had it been left to me to, to figure it out. Um, so God bless my grandfather, certainly, for uh, putting in the effort to not only get to not only get a schedule for me, and, and I would know when they were playing, but then to find the results and uh, and be able to share that with me so that I could follow uh, so that I could follow the Arsenal. Um, I'm 41. Got to go to my first Arsenal match uh, two years ago, September 25th, 2017. Uh, was against West Brom. It was a Monday night. The Arsenal won 2-0, uh, thanks to Alex Lacazette. Uh, he had a brace in the game. Uh, we sat up kind of high, my fiance and I. Um, <clears throat> I don't remember the section. I'd actually gotten my tickets through Arsenal America, and, and thank you very much to them. If anyone from Arsenal America might be listening to this, you guys are great. Thank you very much. Uh, big shout-out to, to them. Um, but we had, we had great seats. Uh, great tickets and and the club my fiance had reached out to the club to let them know that we would be in town she don't know who she talked to someone in in fan relations I'll assume and said hey he's he's been a fan for you know almost 30 years American and um, we're going to be there it's the day before his birthday would love if there was something that that could be done to wish him a happy birthday and the club actually offered us car service uh, from where we were staying in London to the stadium. Now, as it turns out, we're staying right around the corner on Drayton Park so we could walk in five minutes to the stadium to so the car service, which probably with London traffic would have taken an hour. Um, we we respectfully declined the car service, but they the club just went above and beyond to make sure that we had an amazing experience. I, I was I was getting thank yous from, from uh, club officials who, who met us at the stadium to take us in and, <clears throat> excuse me, take us to our seats. They gave me a free stadium tour, gave us a, a free stadium tour, um, a, a, a little, uh, just a commemorative um, uh, program that they actually had printed uh, my name on the inside of and, and just, uh, you know, happy birthday, Tanner, glad you're here. Um, it it made me feel like I had made the right decision in which football club I would follow. And I'm a big sports fan. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a New England Patriots fan. I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. I'm a Pittsburgh Penguins fan uh, in terms of American professional sports. But I'll tell you, of, of all of those teams, and when we throw the Arsenal into the mix, uh, the Arsenal – would be the team, the club, that if I could only watch one of my favorite teams for the rest of my life, I would 110% choose the Arsenal every single day of the week uh, over, over anyone else. Um, I am diehard for this club. I support this club no matter what, through thick, through thin. Uh, I have my opinions. 
which uh, I will dive into, I think, probably in the next podcast, in the next episode. Um, but I, at the end of the day, I want what is best for Arsenal Football Club. And uh, being a, here again, a, a big sports fan, as I am, this is, this is the one team that I really and truly feel a connection to. Um, you know, and, and that's coming from an American. So, but um, <clears throat> that's a little bit about me, my story uh, as an Arsenal supporter uh, since I was 10 years old, 1989. And, and you can make fun of me. You can comment. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Gooner at D-A Bearded Gooner, not the, duh, at duh Bearded Gooner on Twitter after you listen to this. Drop me a comment. Let me know what you think. And if you want to make fun of me for jumping on the bandwagon, which certainly I could be accused of, um, you go right ahead. That's quite all right. I, I definitely went with a winner when I was 10 years old. I will tell you that. I fully admit it. And I am 110% absolutely proud of the decision that I made to follow Arsenal Football Club at that time. Um, so that's about it. I, I think that's going to cover it. Uh, we're not going to go very long today. Uh, looking at the time here, we're right around nine and a half minutes, ten minutes. Uh, again, you can find me at TheBeardedGooner on Twitter, at TheBeardedGooner on, uh, or at BeardedGooner on Instagram. Uh, not much going on there. I save that for uh, match photos, uh, things like that. So uh, pictures that I that I, I take when I'm in London and, and, it's, and it's around a match day is really what I use the Instagram account for. But uh, pretty active on Twitter with at TheBeardedGooner. So please, again, make sure you follow me there. Uh, any questions you have, by all means, uh, drop me a line on Twitter. Ask a question. Make a comment. Looking forward to hearing everything. And, and leave a comment about what you think just of, of how I did here today uh, on the podcast. If you have any words of wisdom, any advice, would love to hear it. So that's it for now. Uh, we ran a right around uh, 10 and a half minutes here. We're going to sign off. I'm going to come back episode two. Stay tuned for that. I may cut that later tonight. Uh, talk, get real into Arsenal and, and what we're dealing with right now with Unai Emery, the, the lack of structure, the lack of a best 11, the, the lack of a preferred formation even. And if time permits, dive into my opinions on the idea perhaps of Jose Mourinho taking over at Arsenal Football Club should, obviously, Unai Emery get sacked. So that's it for now. The pilot episode, the inaugural episode of the Bearded Gooner podcast is in the books. Thank you all very much for listening, and we'll see you out there.